Kingdom Basora Podcast. Shalom, Aleikim. Peace be upon every single one of you all that are listening, that are tuning in to the Kingdom Basora Podcast. I am Yo El Ben Yisrael, and I want to say Shalom Aleikim to all the Kingdom citizens across King Yahweh's crown land, King Yahweh's earth, and those who are seeking citizenship within the kingdom of heaven. Shalom, shalom, aleikim. Perfect peace be upon you as well. Thank you for um, tuning in and thank you for allowing me to have an audience with you on this particular episode. So, I want to talk about this. I, I want to talk about what I've been wrestling with in regards to this podcast, but I believe King Yahweh has helped me to um, come to terms and he's given me an answer regarding this topic. And the topic is pop culture, pop culture. And so the aim, the goal, the, the whole entire point of this podcast is to preach and publish the good news about the kingdom of heaven right to preach change the way you think because the kingdom of heaven has arrived this is what Yahshua preached in Matthew chapter 4 verse 17 this is also what Yahshua preached in the book of Mark chapter 1 verses 14 and 15 right he preaches change the way you think because the kingdom of heaven has arrived in Hebrew he said Shubu Kihagia Malkut Hashamayim right and that's what he spoke in Hebrew. If we, were, if we were to look up the Hebrew text in those two respective passages in Matthew, Matitya chapter 4, verse 17, and the book of Mark chapter 1, verse 14, right? So that's the whole entire purpose of this podcast is to unpack, unbox, demystify, preach and publish the good news about the kingdom of heaven emulating and following in the footsteps of the consummate paragon of a kingdom citizen that is Yahshua the Messiah. And so I say pop culture because I I struggle with the question of, I was wrestling with the question of, should I talk about pop culture on this podcast? Should I even engage different pop cultural headlines, topical headlines on this podcast? Or should I just preach about the kingdom of heaven and just ignore the headlines and just ignore what's going around around what's going on around us and ignore topical news events. Specifically news events that affect my people, Hebrews and Israelites. And so, this is why I say King Yahweh has given me an answer regarding this. And I also want to put this um, information out there as well, uh, this, this preamble out there as well. You all are listening to a recovering pop culture junkie. Yes, a recovering pop culture junkie. Man, when I was a Jehovah's Witness... I mean, just just growing up, period, I was 
I was here for all the pop culture. You know, I mean, watching sitcoms, watching quote-unquote black sitcoms, uh, your Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, watching UPN, watching um, uh, Moesha, watching the Parkers, watching uh, one-on-one, watching, um, man, the Cosby Show, uh, just just watching all of the um, my wife and kids with Damon Wayans. Just watching all of these different sitcoms that were mainly um, display people of people of color. Um, and to you know, like I mean, watching Friends and things of that nature, um, The Office and things things like that. Um, watching movies. I mean, when I was younger, I, I wanted to be an actor in Hollywood. Like that was my dream. I wanted to be an actor in Hollywood, and I wanted to go act and have fame. And then that kind of um, changed and morphed a bit. I was like, well, I don't know if I want all that notoriety and not to, I don't know if I want to lose all of my anonymity to, to the point where I can't even step out of my own home or the home that I'm lodging in without a panoply and a legion of different paparazzi people taking pictures. And so, and then watching TMZ, you know, um, that, that kind of informed my, um, thought process as well as regarding to wanting to be famous in Hollywood, but that has changed, um, man, changed the way you think because the kingdom of heaven is here, Yoel. Um, so change the way you think about Hollywood, change the way you think about Hollywood stardom change the way you think about fandom change the way you think about celebrity being a celebrity because the kingdom of heaven has arrived and so that's who you, that's who you all are listening to you're listening to a kingdom of heaven citizen a man of Israelite descent who has citizenship in the kingdom of heaven who is a recovering pop cultural junkie so and also I, on top of that my dream job was working at a movie theater and I actually did for a time. And when I tell you it was the best job ever, it was the best job ever. I love working at the movie theater, um, back in Michigan, uh, working at at the Riviera cinema. I love working there. Um, beautiful staff. And just, I mean, that was my dream job, but King Yahweh dealt with me in that as well. And perhaps that'll be a story for, another time of me to share that anecdote um but yeah you're talking to a recovering pop cultural junkie who is now a kingdom citizen and i'm changing the way i think because the kingdom of heaven has arrived right that word repent yes it can mean turn from sin but how many know they can also mean change the way you think because king yahweh and his son ultimately they're after our heart which is a Hebrew idiom for our mind. Not just half of our heart, not just the left hemisphere of our heart, the logical side, not just the right hemisphere of our heart, the creative, innovative side, but King Yahweh is after our whole heart. He's after the whole mind of a person, of Israelite descent and non-Israelite descent. So with that being said, pop culture. Why was I wrestling and struggling with this? Because... I didn't want to get off track, to be honest with you all, to be 100% transparent and vulnerable. 
I didn't want to get off track with preaching and publishing, change the way you think, because the kingdom of heaven has arrived, and unpacking, unboxing that sentence, and demystifying the kingdom of heaven and why it's good news that needs to be preached, that we're charged and commanded and commissioned to preach throughout the four corners of the earth of King Yahweh's crown land. And so things have been happening within the headlines that have just gotten caught, caught my attention. And I, I was just like, oh, man, I mean, you know, if only I had an outlet to just talk about these things. And I remembered, oh, well, I, I am doing a, a podcast, but I'm like, oh, I mean, that's exclusively about the kingdom of heaven. But a question came to my to my mind, to my heart. And I was thinking, did Yahshua, was Yahshua cognizant of current events in his day? Or was Yahshua completely in the dark? Was Yahshua completely oblivious, negligent, and ignorant of current affairs, topical news events that transpired in his generation? This is a great question to consider. And this question helped me to come to terms and to have, have some shalom, some equanimity in regarding to the grander question of should I talk about pop culture occasionally not dominantly but occasionally on this Kingdom Basora podcast so you all know me I love to put some Bible on it I love to put some scripture on it and so we're going to go to Luke let's go to the Bible Brick Hadashah the New Testament passages New Testament writings Luke chapter 13 and I'm going to read verses 1 through 5 Luke or Eli or chapter 13 verses 1 through 5. It says there were present at that season some that told him, Yahshua, about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And Yahshua answering said to them, suppose you suppose that these Galileans were were sinners above all Galileans because they suffered these things? I tell you, no. But unless you repent, unless you change the way you think, I love it because the kingdom of heaven is here. Unless you change the way you think, you too will perish. Verse 4, this is so good. Or those 18 Upon whom the tower in Siloam fell and killed them. Do you think they were worse sinners above all men that live in Jerusalem and Jerusalem? I tell you, no, 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 no. But unless you change the way you think, unless you repent, you too will perish. I love this because I want to slow down and unpack this a little bit. This, along with some other Brikadashah passages, gives me a lot of peace about shining the light of the kingdom of heaven on topical current events that pop up within my generation. 
So verse 1 in Luke 13, verse 1, right? So it says in Eli or 13, verse 1, There were present at that season some who told Yahshua about the Galileans whose blood Pilate had mingled with their sacrifices. And so reading scripture, I'm starting to understand that reading the reading um, the entire uh, Hebrew Bible and the kingdom scriptures as a whole, I'm starting to uh, comprehend that it's good to see what Yahshua says, what is said. And it's also, I believe, just as important to understand what is not being said. Because in verse 2, and Yahshua answering said to them, notice Yahshua did not say, uh, who is Pilate? Pilate, Pilate. I mean, Pilate, I mean, I don't, Pilate? I don't know who Pilate is. Who, who, who is this Pilate you, you were speaking about? Pilate? These Galeans that had their blood mingled with the sacrifices? I don't know what you are. Are you, you all making this story up? Are you all lying? Because you know, and listen, you know what you know what the Torah says. If we look at Shemot chapter 20, Pilate, who, who is Pilate? If we look at Shemot chapter 20, verse 16, you will not bear false witness against your neighbor. So Yahshua could have said, hey, you know, hey, you all stop, stop breaking the Torah commandment, stop breaking the kingdom commandment. At Shemot 20, verse 16, stop, stop lying, stop fabricating these stories, stop embellishing. I don't know who Pilate is, I don't know who these Galileans are that you all are talking about that got their blood mingled and mixed in with their sacrifices. You all have some very wild and vivid and vibrant imaginations. Y'all are, y'all are crazy. Yahshua didn't say that. Yahshua knew exactly what they were talking about to the T. He knew Pilate was the Roman governor sent by the kingdom of Rome, sent by Tiberius Caesar. Yahshua knew who these Galileans were that were slaughtered and had their blood mingled with their sacrifices. He knew this. He was cognizant to what was going on. Also, and I love this part right here too. Yahshua goes on to say in verse 4, Or those 18 upon whom the tower in Salawam fell and killed them. Do you think they were worse sinners above all men that lived in Jerusalem? Yahshua was watching the news, so to speak. <laughs> Yahshua was cognizant to current topical events as to what was going on. And of course, you know, the, the, there, were, there was no CNN, there was no Fox News, there was no ABC, NBC, PBS, CBS. There were no news outlets then. But Yahshua was cognizant as to what was going on in his day. He knew what was going on. But that's only one witness. Let's go to another witness. Matthew, Matthew chapter 10, verse... 5 and 6. Because I was wrestling with this question. Should I talk about pop culture on this Kingdom Basora podcast? Where the main goal is to preach and publish change to what you think. Because the Kingdom of Heaven has arrived. Matthew, in Hebrew, Matitya, chapter 10, verses 5 and 6. These 12, Talmudim, Yahshua sent out. 
and watch what Yahshua commands them. And commanded them saying, don't go the way of the Gentiles and into any city of the Samaritans, don't you don't enter into there. Don't go there. Okay, so let's pause really quick. Yahshua was cognizant of his, of his surroundings, of topical news events, and the climate he was in. I would submit to us he was acutely aware of what was going on within his generation. He tells his 12 Hebrew Israelite Talmudim, don't go to the Gentiles, don't go to the Samaritans. Now, some may take this within different Israelite circles and say, uh, you know, see, if we go to verse six, but go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's right. And so people will harp on that and say, it's all about Israel, Israel all day, every day, 24, seven and twice on Shabbat, all about Israel. And so they'll harp on that and say, see, even Yahshua himself says, don't go. I mean, after all, if we look at Matthew chapter 15, verse 21 to 24, and I'll read this really quick. It's not even in my notes. But you know what? I'll go. I'll even go down to verse 28. This is Matthew 15, 21 to 28. Because the school of thought in some um, circles, whether it be Israelites, I hear this a lot from Israelite circles, uh, or whether it be from other sectarian denominational circles, is that, see, Yahshua Hamashiach said to his Talmudim, don't go to those Gentiles, don't go to those Samaritans, stay away from them, mm -mm. go to the, only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's right. Matthew 15, verse 21. Then Yahshua went from there and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. This is African territory, right? Where Camitic people are. And look, a woman of Canaan, a, Can a Canaanite woman, right? Woman of Camitic descent, came out of the same coast and yelled to him saying, Have mercy on me, O owner, son of David, son of Dawid. My daughter is grievously vexed with the demon, with the devil. Notice Yahshua's response. And this is what a lot of Israelite camps really specifically harp upon. But Yahshua answered her not a word. He gave her the silent treatment. He didn't say anything to her. And his Talmudim came and begged him saying, send her away because she's yelling after us. But Yahshua answered and said, I'm not sent but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. That's right. That's right. We don't care about these Gentiles, these Edomites. We don't care about Esau. He going to burn. And so that's what people harp on that. Within certain, not all, but within certain Israelite circles. But let's continue reading. Then came she and worshiped him saying, Owner, help me. But he answered and said, it's not appropriate, it's not right to take the children's bread and cast it to dogs. Wait, what? But see, well, Yahshua called her a dog. Yahshua called this African 
this brown-skinned, melanated woman, African woman, a dog. So, of course, we just follow in Yahshua Messiah's footsteps and we go to Israel only. But let's keep reading. Then, and she said, verse 27, Matthew 15, 27, excuse me. And she said, truth, Adon, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Yahshua answered and said to her, she, she used a key, a kingdom key. And we'll talk about the kingdom keys in future episodes. Oh woman, great is your faith. Be it to you as you have spoken, as you will. And her African Kamitic daughter was made whole. She was healed from that very hour. So Yahshua, yes, he wasn't, that wasn't his main objective to go to Gentiles. <laughs> oh, man. That wasn't his main objective. But I have, this is not even in my notes, but I have to go here. Again, the question is pop culture. I was wrestling with this question. Should I talk about pop culture on the Kingdom Basora podcast, which is all about preaching the good news about the Kingdom of Heaven? Matthew, Matityat in Hebrew, chapter 8. Not even in my notes, but I'm going to start. And verse number five. And when Yahshua entered entered into Kafanekum, the village of comfort, there came to him a centurion, a Roman centurion, right? A Gentile, non-Israelite, of non-Israelite descent, a Gentile, a Yephathite, begging him and saying, Owner, my servant lies at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Yahshua said to him, Notice this. He's talking with a Gentile. I will come and heal him. Interesting. Now, wait a minute. He rejected the African woman that we just read about. And Matitya chapter 15. In the region of Tyre and Sidon. But he's having a a dialogue with this. Not just a Gentile. But a Roman centurion who's part of the oppressive kingdom of Rome that has their foot on Israel. Wow. Yahshua says, I'll come, I will come and heal him. Verse 8, Matthew chapter 8, verse 8, Matitya. The centurion answered and said, Adon, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof. But speak the word, just speak the word only and my servant will be healed. Because I am a man under authority. I have soldiers under me. Oh, listen to this. And I can say to this man, go. And he, he goes. And to another, come. And he comes. And to my slave, do this. And he does it. When Yahshua heard, Yahshua marveled. And notice what Yahshua said. Yahshua said to them that followed his Talmudim. Truly I say to you, I have not found so great faith. He just used the kingdom key. 
Oh my goodness. I have not found so great faith. No, not in Israel. Not even all throughout Israel have I seen such great faith. As such a great faith that this Gentile, pagan, Roman, centurion, Yephathite man of non-Israelite descent has. Who's probably more than likely, he doesn't know the Shema, Israel, he doesn't know, not keeping the Shabbat, not going to synagogue probably. But Yahshua said this about this gentleman. Okay, so I'm I'm going back to Matthew 10. Didn't know I was going to go there, but I have to be sensitive to the kingdom of heaven governor, Ruach HaKodesh, to set up our spirit of King Yahweh. All right. So Yahshua tells his Talmudim, don't go to the Gentiles. Don't go to the way of the Gentiles. Don't go into any Samaritan city. You don't go into a Samaritan city. And I will submit to us that Yahshua told them this because Yahshua is cognizant of the culture, current events, and the climate of his day and of his time and generation. Because he knew his Talmudim were not ready for the Gentile harvest. His Talmudim, his Israelite, Hebrew Israelite, melanated Talmudim were not ready for the Samaritan harvest. Oh man, that's presupposition, Yoel. That's an assumption, Yoel. You know, like that's that's off. I will submit this to it. They were not ready for the Gentile harvest. They were not ready for the Samaritan harvest. How do we know this? Oh man, I tried to keep this. I tried my best to keep this episode just short and sweet. All right. Let me let me hurry up and close. All right, so how do we know this? Yahshua is aware of what's going on culturally and regarding the climate and current events. Yahshua was not oblivious to this dynamic. Let's go to John. So I'm about to close here. This beautiful Kingdom Basora episode. Let's go to Yochanan, chapter 4. Closing out, we're about to land this plane, my fellow kingdom citizens and those who desire to be kingdom citizens in futurity. John, in Hebrew, that's Yochanan chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 1 through 9, and I'm going to drop down to verse number 27. This is so good. Verse 1, John 4, Yochanan 4 verse 1. When therefore the owner, Yahshua, knew how the Pharisees had heard that Yahshua uh, made and immersed more Talmudin than Yochanan, his cousin. Though Yahshua himself immersed nobody, but his Talmudin were doing the, immer- doing the immersing of people. He left Yahuda and departed again into Galilee. And he needed to go through Samaria. Okay, let's go to verse 5. Then he came to a city, a, a city of Samaria. Now, Yahshua just told his Talmudim, you don't go the way of the Gentiles. You don't go the way of a Samaritan. Don't go into, you see a Samaritan city, don't go. Make a U-turn. Don't go into that Samaritan city. Yahshua told his 12 Talmudim, this is 12 melanated 
Hebrew Israelite Talmud deemed this. But he is coming to a Samaritan city, which is called Sychar, near to the parcel ground of the of parcel of ground that Yaakov gave to his son Yosef. Now Yaakov's or Jacob's well was there. Yahshua, therefore, being tired because of the journey, he sat on the well. And it was about the sixth hour of the day, so 12 noon in the afternoon. There came a woman of Samaria, a Samaritan woman came to draw water, because that's what the women did back in those days. They went to the well to draw water. Yahshua said to her, give me a drink. This is such a paradigm shift. And we'll see why as we continue to read. For his Talmudim were gone away into to the city to buy meat. They're in the Samaritan city buying meat, buying food. Wow. Verse 9. This is why it's a paradigm shift. He's talking to a Samaritan woman. Then said the woman of Samaria, the Samaritan woman said to Yahshua, How is it that you, being a Yahudi, being a Yahudi, being a Jew, an Israelite from the tribe and or southern kingdom of Yahuda, ask me for a drink, knowing that I am a Samaritan woman. Here's why it's a paradigm shift, family. Because the Yahudim have no dealings with the Samaritans. We don't deal with Samaritans. I would submit to us that Yahshua knew this full well. But he was preaching to his Talmudim, even in this moment, change the way you think. Because the kingdom of heaven has arrived. Change the way you think about these Samaritans. Because the kingdom of heaven has arrived, and guess what? They need the kingdom of heaven before preached and published to them as well. Let's drop down to verse 27. And upon this came his Talmudim, his 12 Hebrew Israelite melanated Talmudim. Notice their reaction. And marveled. They're like, oh, what? That he talked with the woman. Yeah, our Yahshua, our rabbi, is talking to a Samaritan woman? Yet no man said, what, what are you seeking? Or why are you talking with her? <laughs> Change the way you think. Because the kingdom of heaven has arrived. Last passage I'm going to go to is the book of Acts chapter 10. going to read Acts in Hebrew that's the book of Maasim chapter 10 verses 24 through 28 and let's keep in mind Yahshua told his 12 Talmudim his 12 disciples you all don't go the way of the Gentiles don't go into any Samaritan city I will submit he t- I will submit to us all that he said that because he was completely aware of the culture, climate, and current events within his generation. And he knew that his Talmudim still has some prejudices that they had to get ironed out and washed clean 
from their heart, from their mind. He knew that they didn't like Gentiles. They didn't like Samaritans like that. They weren't ready for that Gentile harvest. They weren't ready for that Samaritan harvest. But they were ready for the Israelite harvest because that's all they knew. This is Shimon. This is Peter. Shimon Bar-Yona or Shimon Ben-Yona. Acts chapter 10. He had a vision about a uh, Roman centurion named Cornelius. Who was a part of the Italian band. I'm going to fast forward to Acts chapter 10. And let's read verse 24 to 28. And I'll close out here. And again, I want to thank you all for listening to this podcast episode um, on the Kingdom Basore podcast. Maasim, Acts chapter 10, verse 24 through 28. And the next day, after they entered into, into Caesarea, and Cornelius waited for them, and had called together his kinsmen and near friends, close friends, right, close buddies. And as Shimon was coming in, Cornelius, he is not an Israelite, he is a Gentile belonging to the kingdom of Rome. A Yephathite. Met Shimon, this brown-skinned, melanated Hebrew-Israelite man, and fell at Shimon's feet and worshipped. <laughs> but Shimon took him up and said, Stand up. I myself am also, also am a man. And as he talked with him, he went in and found that there were many, found many that were come together. So there was a lot of people at Cornelius' house. And Shimon said to him, verse number 28, let's hear this. Let's hear this. And he said to them, you know that it is an unlawful thing. It's an unlawful thing to do what? For a man that is a Yahudi a man that is of Israelite descent, a Yahudi, to keep company or to come to one of another nation. It's unlawful. It's an unlawful thing. This was Shimon's mindset when he was with Yahshua, walking with Yahshua, eating with Yahshua, talking with Yahshua, breaking bread with Yahshua, being ministered to by Yahshua. This was his mindset. It's an unlawful thing for a man, a Yahudi man, man of Israelite descent, to fellowship or keep company with anybody of another nation, Gentiles. Yuck, we don't want anything to do with you all. Yuck. But here's the revelation that he got it. But King Yahweh has shown me that I should not call any man common or un. That was a lot. 35 minutes deep into the episode. And so, with all that being said, family, King Yahweh has given me an answer through his word. His kingdom governor guiding me through his word. And I believe that he's given me peace about talking about shining a kingdom light, the light of the kingdom of heaven upon different pop cultural events that happen occasionally every now and then not every episode but occasionally because we need to change the way we think especially about current events that are, that are going on and transpiring before our very eyes why? because 
the kingdom of heaven has arrived. Thank you all for tuning in. Toda Rabah. I love each and every single one of you all. And until next time, Shalom Aleikim. Let's change the way we think. Because the kingdom of heaven has arrived. And we can be citizens of it today in our lifetime.